So, the NWA has been in the news recently, that being the National Wrestling Alliance under Billy Corgan, all because of the fact that Nick Aldis has left the NWA out of disgust with the direction that the company was going in, and by extension, I'm sure his wife left along with him, because, of, because as Nick put it, the toxicity that, you know, the um, company was letting off, and I do apologize for that little uh, sound you got there, that was a notification that went off, but anyway, anyway, Nick, you know, left, not just because of the way his wife was being treated, because I I guess Billy Corgan, and by extension, some other people felt that there is not enough money or not enough female talent around to do another Empower event, which is complete BS, let's be honest. Um, and that they don't have the same working relationship with the AEW, with AEW uh, that they used to. Which, again, ignoring that, you know, not having enough talent around to do another Empower is bullshit. Excuse my language, God. It's bullshit. But, here's what's interesting about Billy, though. Billy was recently a guest on Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. That's right, Gerald Briscoe and John Bradshaw Layfield. Now, you might ask yourself, well, how can JBL be able to do that? Well, first of all, he's not an active wrestler. He's a, on a Legends contract and everything, which means he only appears once a week, and he's free to do whatever else he wants. The same with the likes of Alita, the same likes with a, a Road Dog and all that. You know, as long as they have basically a Legends contract and don't appear on a weekly basis then they're pretty much free to do whatever they want. And this is part of the entire change under Triple H that you have a little bit more freedom to be able to do some outside things that you couldn't do under Vince's watch. But speaking of stories with Bradshaw and Briscoe, Billy Corgan was a guest on there recently, and he pretty much doubled down on his decision. Uh, excuse me, he pretty much doubled down on his decision to keep to put the championship on Tyrus, the former Brodus Clay of WWE. And why, you may ask? Because to justify that decision, Billy said it Billy said basically that he wanted to focus on men, and by extension women, but mostly men, that were believable to a person that that individual he was focusing on could beat the hell out of you. That's, that's it. He wanted basically to focus on people that, as a fan, you could look at and say, that person can legitimately beat the hell out of me no matter what. And not only did he double down on that, you know, and everything, and basically say that's how he's going to present things from here on in, or at least attempt to, he then made what many people in the business, whether the Hall of Famers, whether the analysis, whether the commentators, journalists, you name it, or they're just fans like myself and Solomon's. Well, Solomon's kind of is in the business as an announcer for House of Glory, but still, you get the idea. Uh, but people like myself, Alex, OTR Central, and all that, you know, he made the one number one cardinal sin rule break, if you will. And that is the fact 
that he told the world on this podcast with JBL and Gerald Briscoe that if you do not like what you're seeing with this NWA, do not watch it. And that, whether it's professional wrestling, whether it's mixed martial arts, whether it's boxing, whether it's baseball, whether it's the NFL, MLB, going back to baseball, if you will, that's what I meant, NBA, WNBA, MLS, you know, NHL. If there's one thing you, as the promoter, the owner, the commissioner of an organization, of a league, do not do, the one thing you do not do is you do not tell your audience or your potential audience, if you do not like what you see, do not watch. Because guess what's going to happen? What you tell them to do will happen. If you tell them not to watch because they don't like how you're presenting the product, they won't. They'll leave in droves. If not millions, billions of droves. And if Billy Corgan wants a good example, ask the people behind G4 in its revival. Ask the person they you know, touted as a host that basically came under fire for what she said. Guess what happened? G4 went down. And if he wants proof from within the business, just ask Xavier Worth, Austin Creed, and he'll tell you. But speaking of Xavier Woods and the WWE by extension, they did the same thing. And even though they were able to thrive and survive and, as we can see now, bounce back, under Vince's run, they basically told the fans and the audience, if you don't like how we're presenting things, don't watch. And they lost millions among, among I should say, millions of fans and viewers. And the ratings dipped very significantly, all because they said what they shouldn't have said. It's basically like if the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, I think he's still in charge, was to come out and say, well, if you don't like the way I'm presenting the NFL, don't watch. Well, guess what's going to happen? If Roger Goodell says something like that, people may not watch. You know, if he says something along the lines when it comes to the Super Bowl, oh, well, if you don't like how I'm going to present the Super Bowl and the halftime show and da-da-da-da, don't watch. And guess what? People may not. Because you're basically telling them, hey, I'm going to do things my way a, the way I see fit, the way I would like to do, I as a fan would like to see it done, whether you care about it or not, or whether you go along for the ride or not. And again, you know, that is something, no matter what business you're in, that is a cardinal sin, not, that is a one cardinal sin that you should avoid making. It is. Is one cardinal sin you should avoid making. And why? Because once you make it, there's no turning back. There's no trying to rectify and fix what you broke. And even if Billy Corgan does see the massive result, you know, you know, you know, the massive result and outcome of him saying this, and he tries to fix it. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little too, it's going to be 
basically very, it's going to be very little too late, if you will. Basically, the damage would have been done. And basically what I said in that 46-minute audio video podcast, if you will, when I talked about the Nick Alda situation, about basically this being potentially signs of the end of the NWA as we know it, guess what? I'm not alone in that. I'm not alone. I was watching just Alex's review of Raw last night. And one of the first things Alex talked about before getting into the review was the situation with the NWA. And even he acknowledged that what Billy Corgan said was a death sentence and the first nail in the coffin for the NWA. And you, and you know what? He and I are not alone in that sentiment. You know, uh, in that state, in that sentiment, if you will, we're not alone in that. We're not alone in that sentiment. JD from NY206, you know, he's kind of in that sentiment. Solomon will obviously be, well, not obviously, but has been in that sentiment, if not, will be more so later on. I guarantee you he's going to touch upon the Billy Corgan deal. But Solomon is in that same sentiment. You know, everybody that's a fan or that has a foothold in the business shares the same sentiment. That Billy Corgan basically just put the first death nail in the coffin of NWA. Not just by crowning Tyrus, Brothers Clay as their champion, but basically by making that statement of, hey, if you don't like it, don't watch it. And even I said, to expand on that, that I wouldn't be surprised that very soon the NWA would go up for sale. That Billy Corgan would sell the NWA. Now you may ask yourself, why would he do that if he's putting effort to try to revive it? Well, here's the thing. There's a difference between, there is a difference between trying to put effort into reviving a dying product and essentially taking, out, taking it out to the back and shooting it, and putting it out of its misery. There is a difference. And even though on screen it looks like he's trying to revive the product, behind the scenes, he's taking it you know, day, you know, day by day out to the back and slowly putting it out of its misery. He is slowly digging, it into, digging and airing it into its grave. You know, you may not see that come off visually on television when you watch on YouTube and fight. But behind the scenes, that's exactly what's happening. And he needs to get out of that mentality. I do apologize for the other notification that just vibrated during this recording. Uh, But he needs to get out of that mentality. He does. He needs to get out of that mentality because if he doesn't, then the NWA is going to basically fall into extinction once and for all. And it's going to basically, at the end of the day, go down as a brand that tried, people will give it credit, it tried to stay relevant even through all this time. It tried to stay relevant, you know, after WCW detached itself from it, after ECW detached itself from it, after TNA detached itself from it, and so on, 
It tried to stay relevant, but in the end, in the end, it fell short. It died a very, probably the slowest death a brand could die. And all it took was one person to buy what was left to finish it off. To say, hey, if you're not going to put it out of its misery, then I'll try to keep it alive. But if I can't, I'm going to slowly take it to the back and finish the job. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. So for Billy Corgan to say what he did about if you don't like it, don't watch it. You basically heard him, you know, heard and visually saw him on that podcast basically take you know, the NWA, at least a part of it, to the back and put that one part out of its misery or start to put it out of its misery. Well, behind the scenes, as we speak, he's slowly doing it even more so. And I know people may not believe that. They may not take that as fact. But let me ask you this. What is... But let me ask you this. If you were running a company... If you were running a promotion and you were doing it in a way you felt was the right way, you felt was the best way to present it because you believed this was the direction it should go. And you came out after the criticism fans would give you and you told the fans, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Do you not think fans would not take your advice and say, okay, we're not going to support your product anymore. Bye. Do you not think they would actually not... Stop watching? Do you think they would keep watching? No, they wouldn't. They hear what you say, hey, despite the criticisms and, you know, along with the support of your product. They hear what you're saying, basically lambasting them for the criticisms, you know, and they would say, okay, you don't want our support even though we're trying to help you out? Fine, we're out of here. That's basically what Billy Corgan did. That's exactly what he did. And this either, like I said, is setting up the fact that he's slowly taking the brand, the company, out to the back and putting it out of its misery, you know, injecting it with a poison day by day, you know, minute by minute, week by week, before it's finally, you know, out of its misery, it's a dead brand, or it means he's getting ready to sell the brand off to somebody else. Like I said, it could be Anthem Sports that owns Impact Wrestling, formerly TNA, Whether it's potentially Tony Khan, who can add another promotion to his collection of promotions alongside AEW Ring of Honor. Or it could be WWE, where Triple H could take the NWA brand and rebrand it as NWA NXT. We don't know. We don't know. But all we know is that he made the cardinal sin in saying what he did. Whether you're a wrestling fan or someone that has a foothold in the business, or you've done interviews, fortunately, with some of the past stars of the business, Basically, you going out and telling the fans, if you don't like it, don't watch it. No matter what business you run, is a cardinal sin that you should never make. It's like with me at my job right now. It's like me at my job where I'm going to be at work today. You know, it's like us, our main boss, our main CEO, telling the customers, hey, if you don't like the way we run things here at Target, then don't shop here. Or if it's like, Doug McDill, what's his name? Uh, Doug McDillon over at Walmart, the CEO there. It's like if he says, well, if you don't like the way we run things at Walmart, don't shop here. Same with the people that run Macy's. 
It's like if they came on national television right before the, they cut the ribbon for the parade on thir- uh, two weeks from Thursday, or a week from Thursday, I should say. It's like if the person there in charge of Macy's, before they cut the ribbon a week from now, you know, for the parade to start and start the holiday season, it's like if they took Al Walker's mic and said, oh, by the way, I have one other thing to say uh, to the audience out there, and that is, if you don't like the way we run things here at Macy's, then don't shop here. Okay, let's have a parade now. It's like, by doing so, you're telling your customers to F off. We don't care what you think. And you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that to your customers or your fans. And that's what Billy Corgan did. So by basically appearing on the podcast and doubling down on his decisions... He's basically put the first nail into the coffin of the dying brand known as NWA to where, behind the scenes, he's taking it slowly behind the shed and putting it out of its misery day by day by injecting something like a morphine or whatever into it. Or it means he's getting ready to sell the brand to somebody else. Who that will be, that's up in the air. But yeah, that's all I'm going to really say about it, guys. I got to get ready for work here. But let me know what your thoughts are. How do you feel about Billy Corgan coming out and basically making the one cardinal rule or breaking the one cardinal rule of telling the fans, if you don't like it, don't watch it? What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comment section and in the live chat. And, you know, like I said, let me know in the comment section as well as in the live chat. Also support me at my Patreon at BW Roses. Check me out at BWS's Discussions, where you will get an audio podcast version of this. Also, check me out, out ladies and gentlemen. Um, like I said, check me out at um, divinart.com, so that's BVW1979, at my Teespring store. Also, check me out at Vimo at BW Roses. And support me financially at Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2 and Cash App at BWRoses98. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Like I said, i got to get ready for work here. And until then, I'll talk to you later.